welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello, everyone. I hope you're doing well. There is just so much going on in the world right now, and I feel like I keep saying this at pretty much the start of every single podcast, but today's episode is for anyone who is really feeling affected by everything that is going on in the world around you. And that may be, you know, current events in the news, or it could just be a toxic work environment or stressful relationships or just not having enough boundaries around social media. All of these things can really affect our energy and the way that we feel day to day. So I have a question for you now. Have you ever noticed how the way you feel and your energy levels are affected by what's going on around you? So when I talk about your energy, I'm talking generally about, you know, other signs and symptoms that you might be experiencing as well. So that could be mood changes, changes in your energy levels, and also maybe other physical signs that you experience as a result of what is going on around you. Even if you are super energetic almost all the time, I'm sure that you've experienced some time in your life where you felt super wiped out or you felt a low mood as a result of something that's going on around you. You may or may not know that I am actually a yoga teacher and I also have a meditation practice which is pretty intermittent if I'm honest. I'm just starting to get back into it now. But before I found yoga or meditation, looking back now, I can kind of realize that I always had some awareness of how people's energy and the way they were acting affected me personally. I remember before my HSC exams, which is our final year 12 exams here in Australia, I actually felt okay and I felt really prepared and I knew whatever was going to happen would happen. But everyone around me was freaking out and I found that really challenging. So at that time, I knew that I had to remove myself from other people so that they didn't affect my energy and make me super stressed out. So as I've mentioned, there is so much going on in the world right now, and it can all feel really stressful and overwhelming. And there are lots of different things that can affect us, like the news and social media, the people we surround ourselves with, and a stressful work environment, finances. And the intention of protecting our energy isn't to ignore what's going on in the world. I really believe that we can protect our energy so that we, you know, feel okay, we feel energized, we feel happy enough day to day, while also staying educated and informed on current events. So I think the best way to do that is really, you know, look for information sources that are just helpful and informative and don't ignite that feeling of stress. The reason we need to learn to protect our energy is really due to the effects of stress on the body. Stress has so many different impacts on the body. It affects our sleep, our digestion, our gut health and immune function, just to name a few. So the aim of protecting our energy is really so that we can be super resilient and we can handle whatever life throws at us. 
Here are my top tips for protecting your energy. Number one is really to start to listen to your body and what it needs. We so often ignore the signs and symptoms of our body. So this goes for the physical signs and symptoms that I'm usually speaking about, things like fatigue and digestive issues. But it also goes for the mental and emotional signs and symptoms that we're experiencing. These can also be experienced in the physical body. So if you have, you know, a gut instinct or something just doesn't feel right to you, or you know that you just really, really need to rest. So often we can just, you know, push these thoughts and feelings down and pretend that they don't exist. But what we really want to start to do, as I said, is just start to listen to your body. Pay attention to the messages that your body is giving you. Listen to what your body needs. And I know it can be really challenging if you haven't experienced this before or you've never taken the time to listen to your body. So some ways that are really helpful to start to listen to the signs and symptoms of your body in order to protect your energy include journaling. So journaling is a really, really great way to just, you know, vent, get it all out and also start to, you know, process some of the thoughts that come up for you. And when you do that, you might start to realize what it is your body actually needs. So maybe it needs more rest. And when you journal, it will tell you that. So for an example, I had been doing lots of journaling a couple of years ago, and I noticed that I just kept on writing the same sort of things over and over again. So I just kept on writing that I was super stressed and overwhelmed all the time. And that's kind of like my default setting. You know, I pile way too many things on my plate um, and I end up getting super stressed and overwhelmed. By journaling and actually getting that out on paper, I was actually able to firstly just realize that and be aware of that. And secondly, I was actually able to, you know, put some things into place so that stress and overwhelm was no longer a problem for me. So planning my weeks and, you know, taking some things off my to-do list and going to bed earlier and that kind of thing. Another really great way to listen to your body and what it needs is meditation as well. So often we are just filling our mind all the time with stimulus. You know, we are either on the phone to a friend or we're scrolling Instagram or we're working or we're Googling something or we're listening to podcasts and we never actually have that space in our days. So by sitting in meditation, basically you can just sit there and focus on your breath or you can do a specific style of meditation. It's a really good way to actually, you know, allow those thoughts to come up, you know, same as with the journaling. And usually, otherwise, we don't give ourselves the opportunity to do that. So it can be really, really powerful and helpful. And another great way to listen to your body is just to give yourself space in your day. You know, you can go for a walk without your phone or take a bath without your phone or without a book or anything at all, you know, just having some time with your own thoughts. The next thing that I think is really important for protecting your energy is to have some kind of morning routine. And that's really just taking some time every single morning to focus on what makes you feel good. And this can really be anything. It can be the journaling and the meditation that we mentioned before. It might just be sitting in the sun and having a cup of coffee. It might be reading a book or reading the paper or, you know, movement, things like yoga and walking or going for a swim. Whatever is going to really fill your cup and have you feeling good for the rest of the day. And if you can keep your phone on flight mode during your morning routine, even better. Let's take a quick break to chat about the gut love protocol. 
If you're struggling with symptoms like fatigue, bloating or other digestive issues and you suspect that gut health is the missing link to feeling light, healthy and energized, the Gut Love Protocol is for you. The protocol includes a one hour consultation with me, a comprehensive nutritional assessment questionnaire, a 14 day gut love meal plan and a personalized nutrition, lifestyle and supplement plan to guide you step by step through the gut healing process. If you'd like to find out more and book your spot, head to frandargaville.com forward slash gutlove. The next tip is movement. And when it comes to movement for protecting your energy, it's really all about doing whatever makes you feel good and also listening to your body. So what I find really helpful is to, you know, wake up and see what I feel like doing on any given day. And I'm always going to do something, but it could be working out. It could be going for a walk. It could be doing a gentle yoga class, or it might be more of an intensive yoga class. So it's really all about listening to your body on any given day and choosing whatever is going to make you feel good. The next tip is to get outside into nature as often as you possibly can. So again, this might just be going for a walk outside. It could be meditating outside, whatever it is. If you can get outside every day, that is great. And again, just enjoying your time in nature and try not to distract yourself. You know, maybe you don't need to listen to that podcast. Maybe you're going for a walk outside and just observing what's around you and focusing on your breath. The next tip is to have really strong boundaries. So we want to have boundaries around work and the hours that we work. We also want to have strong boundaries around social media and technology. So often with work, you know, I find people feeling that they need to have their phone on all the time just in case someone calls them or they need to be responding to their emails around the clock. So question for you, do you actually need to be on tap 24-7? Is anyone going to mind if it takes 24 hours for you to respond to an email? Is it going to be okay if you only answer your phone during business hours? That feeling that we need to be on tap 24-7 can be really, really stressful and really draining for our energy. And I've definitely found that to be the case. So having some really strong boundaries around work can be really helpful. Next, we want to make sure we've got strong boundaries around social media and technology. Social media and the news are pretty much designed to have us feeling on edge and stressed out 24-7. So question for you, are you waking up first thing in the morning and checking your phone? Maybe you're checking the news, checking your emails, checking social media. Of course, that is going to be super, super stressful. So where can you put in place some boundaries around technology and social media? I like to put my phone on flight mode overnight. So often I'll put my phone on flight mode in the evening, leave it on flight mode all night long. And then in the morning when I go out for a coffee and I go for a walk and a swim and that kind of thing, I will still leave it on flight mode and I won't turn that off and I won't jump onto social media or my emails and that kind of thing until I've actually done my morning routine. And I find that really, really helpful in protecting my energy and making sure that I'm not getting super stressed and overwhelmed. 
So you might find that helpful. I definitely suggest trying it. I also know that you can set certain times that you can access certain apps in your phone as well. So maybe you don't allow yourself to go on Instagram after 7 p.m. or you don't allow yourself to check your email after 5 p.m. when you finish work. So I would explore some of these options and just pick something that you can put in place so that you have stronger boundaries around social media and technology. So to recap, it is so important to manage and protect our energy, whether you have a chronic health condition or you really just want to feel like you're the best version of yourself and feel generally healthy and happy and energized day to day. There's so much going on in the world and we're so expected to be on all the time. and It can be really, really stressful and overwhelming and challenging trying to keep up. My tips to support you to look after your energy was number one, listening to your body and what it needs. And you can use tools like journaling and meditation and just space away from your screens and books and podcasts to listen to your thoughts and what's coming up for you. Number two was that morning routine and just taking some time for yourself to focus on what makes you feel good and doing this every single day. Number three is movement. And again, whatever is going to make you feel good on any given day. So you can wake up, use your intuition, ask your body what it needs, and then go from there. The next tip was getting outside in nature. And ideally you would do this every day, but if not, just making sure that you get out in nature at regular intervals. The last tip is to develop really strong boundaries around work and social media and the news and technology and to put some systems in place so that these things are not impacting your life and how you feel day to day. So I would love to know if you found this helpful and what resonated with you and if you have any suggestions for anything that has helped you protect your energy as well. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. You guys know I absolutely love to hear from you. And if you have any questions or anything that you would like to see on the podcast in the future, please let me know. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at Fran Dargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.